Hi everyone. Hi. Welcome. <laughs> Sorry. That's okay. Yeah. That's our guest. She's very excited. <laughs> I'm super shy. Just kidding. <laughs> hey guys, it's JD Wady 180. <laughs> For a Yay. second, I thought that you like actually were really ca- like oh, microphone shy, no. and I was like, oh, this is gonna be a Girl, rough. Girl, the microphone loves me. <laughs> it does love you. You do have a nice voice. Thank you. Well, so let's just thing. jump right in. JD Wady 180 is on the podcast right now. Hey. hey, I'm so excited to be here. It's been way too long since I've seen you, Kim. I know. We couldn't even remember the last time we saw each other. But then, let's again, not try it's, to remember. No, and it's not like anything has changed. We're still great friends. That's I, like the hallmark of a true friendship. It really is. Yes. Well, I guess we were talking about the like the very first time that you and I met, and it was so funny because it took a second. We were like, wait, a, wait, when did we first meet? But then we remembered. Yes. Um, I reached out to you a very long time ago. We won't say how many years ago it was, but it was a while ago. <laughs> We've and known each other a long time. Yes, and I remember I... This is crazy. I found you on social media. You had... 3,000 Instagram followers. Oh my goodness. That's still a good amount. That's an amazing amount. (laughs) More than I have. (laughs) (laughs) But you have over a million followers, like much over a million followers now. So it's just insane to think like, I remember finding you on social and I was shook about who you were. I was like, who is she? She's amazing. She's beautiful, artistic, incredible. You're so nice. And then I tried to make an appointment with you, and you were so nice, which I feel bad for stereotyping, but I do remember I was a much more insecure person at that time, and I was like, what if she doesn't want to do my makeup? Girl, everyone, when they first meet me, says, oh, I thought you were going to be a biatch. And I'm like, um, thank you, not. <laughs> like, that is the worst thing ever, because... Then they always are so surprised when they're like, oh, you were actually nice. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> like, I was actually shocked by it. And you, I, I'm sorry, that, that is a stereotype. No, no. Do you, I mean, do you I have like it. RBF or are you like a little bit shy? What's RBF? <laughs> Resting bitch. Oh, face. AKA Botox? Yes, I have that. <laughs> <laughs> That's what that means, right? <laughs> Resting Botox face. Exactly, exactly. No, That's yeah, funny. I think it's that. I think that I'm always just either in deep thought, so people think that I'm like oh, mean yeah. or something, or it's just the Botox, you and know? And Sorry. You are, like absolutely stunning. And I do think that people sometimes get a little insecure and they're like, of course, she's just, like, too beautiful You're to, like, so nice, but no. hang out with me or whatever. Well, I think that's what it was. I think when I first saw you, I was smitten, and I had to meet you, and I wanted you to do my makeup anyway, so <laughs> this I... This is so funny you detail, though. What sweetest. was the makeup for? It was for a friend's birthday party. <laughs> okay, Kim, first of all, she gets her makeup done for anything. If there's, like, a baby shower, okay, hey, I want glam. Shout out, Julia. If she's going on a date, she wants glam. And she actually, you were my client for years. I know. And I did your makeup. Basically fired me because you moved to LA. I and couldn't go out there every weekend. You're like, babe, I'm pursuing other things in my career other than doing your makeup. Oh my goodness. And you know what? I wasn't was good enough to you. I remember the last time I saw you, babe. It was in Vegas for your show, and I did your makeup. That, and Serena was here. Yes. Yeah, she did all the photos. Oh, I for do. like the Borboletta show? Yes. Or I mean the Borboletta booth at Las Vegas. Yes, that was like 
2016. Oh, it's been a long time. It has. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, and despite all of the stereotypes, when I did reach out to you, you were the kindest, just most amazing, gracious person. And I still remember pulling up to your studio and being nervous to meet you and then <laughs> actually like getting up to the door and walking in and you were just so kind like <laughs> so complimentary you. and you, you just like broke the ice right away and it, it really helps remind me that women are we're so much more alike than we really think we are like we all have the same insecurities but um we we all support each other in a way that we oftentimes don't think we do and I think you're the perfect person where you probably do get stereotyped a lot I mean I did it to you but, all the time. <laughs> yeah, but meeting you, it was the complete opposite thing, and, and so it was a good reminder to me. But yeah, since Thank then, you. our friendship just grew, and you've always been a huge inspiration to me. And you've been one to me, girl. I mean, I was telling you before we got on the podcast, I'm just so incredibly proud of you, because you've worn so many hats to create Borbaletta, and just to see how far it's grown, and it's huge. It's crazy. Thank you. And I... I feel the exact same way about you and that's what I'm excited for everyone to hear today is kind of your journey in how you've created this amazing following and you are one of the biggest makeup influencers in our industry today. I just I think it's absolutely absolutely incredible and I'm excited to hear more about your journey around that. Thank you. Because I actually haven't really heard about your journey in it. <laughs> oh, girl, it's a long journey. But you were there from the beginning, actually. I started my makeup journey, you know, Instagram journey when I lived in Utah, in Alpine. And that was almost like eight years ago. Yeah. So even before that, um, when I went to esthetician school, it's kind of where I really got started into the beauty industry and it just took me all the way to where I am now it's very fun (laughs) yeah I think it's cool um I feel like one thing that sets you apart from a lot of other makeup artists in the beauty influencing world is your skincare expertise thank you would you agree I mean I I don't know that much but (laughs) I don't know any other influencer estheticians um so yeah I definitely feel like it's something that does set me apart and it definitely is one thing that I, I think that I just really kept to myself for so many years. This is the first year that I'm sharing so much of my esthetician knowledge. I just started a skincare series where I talk about all different subjects from like hyperpigmentation to acne to anti-aging and so much more. And I really kept that part of me private mm-hmm. because I have I've been doing facials for the last nine years on the side. I just didn't really share it. And I realized that I needed something that was really going to just bring the happiness back to me because just doing makeup all the time, it gets a little bit, it doesn't get boring, but it's just like you become like all the rest of them. Mm-hmm. They're all doing makeup and that's great, but I just wanted something that was just different. So once I started doing the skincare more, I just couldn't believe how many people were really interested in it. So it's been really good. That is I love cool. it. I do feel like skincare is having more and more of it's having a, a moment. moment. Yeah. Yes, for sure. And it makes so much sense because it's the base layer, and I think so many more people are embracing more of their natural skin. Completely. So, you went to esthetician school. 
You're doing makeup. Yes. When did the vision for your YouTube and blog, or your YouTube and Instagram I didn't and have everything? A blog. Kim knows. You oh, did I or know. you did it? She's been on it many times. Oh. I'm actually trying so hard <laughs> to remember what the name of the blog was. Kissable Complexion. Yes. Oh, that's okay. cute. Yes. It was so really cute. She was on like three different blog posts. Um, okay. And I always, I always would ask him like, hey, can I take your photos? Like after we did makeup and I'd get like... 50 photos of her like oh let me get close to your eyes and like everything <laughs> she was the best model <laughs> those were but, the best days our little impromptu photo oh shows. yeah we had many I remember this one that I was I was just like what are we doing she wanted to come over with black nails and black <laughs> sunglasses and she says what was it national something day no it was black friday oh <laughs> she's like okay I want to do a black friday black pose. friday <laughs> I was like, okay, girl, smoky eyes, I guess, to match your black nails. And let's cover it with sunglasses. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. Oh, wow. That's amazing. I'm actually very embarrassed right now, but it's it's those types of things that I guess you look back on and you laugh, and it's it's fun. It was fun. It was fun. No, yeah. but going what you were going back to what you were talking about. Um, so I first started really getting inspired to do the blog posts and share my passion, which is the main reason why I do what I do, is to share my passion for beauty and makeup and skin and just everything all about that world. Mm -hmm. But I was living in Utah and I was really bored. Like I was just like, I need to do something. And I had my esthetician license. I was a makeup artist. And I was like, how can I like get this more out there? So I saw so many fashion bloggers in Utah. Like that was the thing to be a fashion blogger in Utah. Like they were huge. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, I'm horrible at fashion. Like I know nothing about that. So what am I good at? So the makeup and skin just, it clicked. And I started the blog, Kissable Complexions, in my basement. I would stay up till like 2 a.m., just wee hours of the night writing posts and they literally would get no likes you guys like they (laughs) they would just get like little views and I was happy for the five people that looked like I was happy for the one comment that posted I was like okay one person sees it fine I never imagined that what I was creating would turn into something that it is now and I never really like Not that I never wanted this, but I was happy with just doing that on the side and whatever. But the journey that it has taken me on is crazy insane and so rewarding and the best job in the entire world because I get to do what I love every single day. I get to share a passion about makeup and skincare and I get to make women, men, whoever, feel comfortable in their own skin and help them find products that work for them. So it's a very rewarding career. That's so cool. I love that. And I think that's a good reminder, like that, yeah, you were up until two o'clock in the morning editing posts that five people would see. Oh, I still do. (laughs) (laughs) But you did it for those five people. And then I always really appreciated this about you, Jade. I really admire the fact that like you engage with your following and you've you've done that since the beginning. When someone would comment something, you would comment back with the most genuine comment and uh, I learned that from you. I actually Thank learned you. how to engage on social media through you. It's very important. You have to be involved with your followers because if not, what are you even doing it for? Like yeah. are you just trying to show off or whatever? For me, it's 
I want to help people. That's the whole reason why I do what I do. And especially with the skincare, like helping all these different people with their different problems, a lot of women and men, they are buying the wrong products because they don't know what to do for them. So, you know, it's really important to be engaged with your following because that is, those are the people that are going to get you to where you are today. Those people are who got me to where I am today. So if I just ignore them, then who am I, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's such a good reminder. I, I think that's really cool. Um, can you remember a defining moment and when you all of a sudden were like, wow, this is a thing? Like, you said that you went from like, okay, five people are viewing my stuff. And then I feel like there was just this turning point that I saw personally where you just blew up overnight. But do you remember when that turning point was? Um, so in the beginning, the one of the things that really got me to grow was my before and afters for makeup. So I would post these very dramatic before and afters. I wonder if we have one together, do we? I'm sure we do. <laughs> You're like, um, let's burn it. She's like, I don't know if I want to see that. But they would get reposted by these huge beauty moguls like Anastasia Beverly Hills and oh, Huda wow. Beauty. And I would just, I would cry when they would get so posted cool. because I'd be like, wow, I'm, I'm getting noticed by someone big. And that makes me feel validated that I have some talent. And so after that, it just really grew overnight. And this was back in the day when people like that posted you and you would grow like a hundred thousand followers. Yeah. Oh you know, but now it's it's very hard to grow now. You have to be very niche and you have to have a certain like talent and so forth. But back then it just was just very crazy to grow that quick. So I then realized like, wow, this is something much bigger than me and I'm just really going to take it full force and go for it. And I did, and it just, it's never slowed down since. I know, I've, I've watched that, and it really hasn't. It just gets crazier and crazier. And but I will have to I say, like, you, you definitely have to work towards it. Like, I've had so many different turning points in my career where I'm like, okay, I'm doing this. This is making me happy. This is making me happy. Okay, I need to change directions, and I need to go towards this. So... It's just always growing. Like, if you're not evolving, then what are you doing? You're just staying stagnant. So I'm always trying to, like, learn new things, learn new makeup looks, learn about new skincare products, hair products, whatever. And it's just always about growing. Yeah, I agree with that. That's something that I've noticed with running a business. The second that you get comfortable, you've lost your edge. And I say that all the time. Yeah, completely. Like, I, I have seen with certain people in the influencer world where it seems like they have that turning point and they're starting to get noticed by big brands like you're talking about and they lose their authenticity. They get comfortable and they just think that they're big and they're like, okay, I've made it. Mm -hmm. But when have you really made it? You know, I feel like that's different for everyone. Yeah. Like to you, when have you made it? There, I haven't. Like who, who I just actually don't think sits ever. back and says I've made it? People do. I had a random friend the other day message me and they were like, this is my year. And I messaged them back and I said, every year is your year. That's like, great. don't think that because then like, when are you growing? Yeah. Cause like, if you made it, that means that you're not progressing. You're done. Anymore. We're never and done. And why would you ever want to <laughs> settle? Yes. Yeah. That's so true. So you had your career in Utah and now you live in LA. Um, I think you... You live in Beverly Hills now? 
collab. That sounds so just like pretentious, but you know, Beverly Hills, it's great. It's great. LA is great. It's awesome. I think it's definitely how you make it though. You know what I mean? Like a lot of people, they're always like LA has a bad rep. It's this and that. But for me, it is the most inspiring place that I've ever lived because I'm surrounded by people that have the same mentality of work. They're just like go-getters. Everyone is on the run. They're, everyone is really into fitness, into health. Not everyone, but I'm just saying. Yeah. It's very surrounded around taking care of yourself, just driven. There's lots of actors, actresses, and I'm around a lot of people that have the same like mind as me, so it's super inspiring. I love it so much. I definitely get away a lot because I I need my own little vacations away from social media, away from LA life, and you know it, it's such an awesome place to live. Um, and I I actually never thought that I was going to end up there. I'm from San Diego, born and raised in a really like small little area by the beach, very chill. And LA is totally different from that. Fast pace, busy, busy, but it's where I need to be for work. And it's, it's where all the events are, you know? So whenever there's an event, cool, five minutes away from my place, you know? So it's great. Um, I feel like one of the bad reps, is it rap or rep? <laughs> Reputation. I'm like bad rep. Um, is a lot of people are fake in LA. Do you think that there are a lot of fake people? I think there's a lot of fake people in the world. That's I don't true. think it's LA. I think it's just life, you know? And mm-hmm. You know, I I feel like I have learned a lot over the last couple of years of living in L.A. Um, you're just surrounded by a lot of people that they may seem very real and genuine to you, but they don't have the best intentions, and maybe it's really all about themselves. So they're called vampires, is what I call them. Stay away <laughs> from the L.A. vampires, which is why I always stay inside in the dark. <laughs> So I'm actually a vampire too. Is this something that you call them or is this like a known term? No, this is something I call them. Okay. But I might adopt that. Stay away. (laughs) No, but I I just think like keeping your circle small is like super Mm -hmm. important. And sadly, I've learned that over the years. You know, I trust a lot of people um, because I... I always feel like I want to help people. Like, I'm not one of those that they're like, oh, who's your hairstylist? Who's your tanning girl? Who's whatever? And I'm like, oh, I don't know. Like, I always want to share how to help people get the best. And that's definitely burned me in the past because a lot of people don't want to do that. But just like I said, um, it's all about energy. I feel like if you can feel if someone's energy is good, that is never going to lead you astray. Um, But there's a lot of people that they can mask their energy. So, I don't know. You just, just you live to, and you learn. Yeah. That's what I say. Just get better at trusting your intuition and your intuition gets stronger, I guess. Exactly. <laughs> intuition. I think that's such a good thing for people to realize, though, that when you initially get a feeling about someone, go with it. Go with your gut. Yes. I That's burned me, too, in the past. And... I've always been one that I want to give everyone the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. And like you, I want to help everyone like um, share knowledge or just get someone to another place in hopes that they'll excel and, and become a different person. But what I've realized is when someone shows you who they are, believe them. 
Oh, yeah. True colors. Yeah. Completely. I mean, I do believe, though, that people can change. I'm not going to lie about that. But, you know, a lot of people, they stay the same. And when it comes to L.A., like how you're saying, if there's bad vibes or whatever, I just keep to myself. Like, I have such large blinders on that I'm so focused on my own journey. And I think that people forget they need to be focused on their own journey too. Like, Mm -hmm. stop worrying about what I'm doing. Drink your water, hydrate, and mind your business, you know? (laughs) Right. (laughs) The first commandment. (laughs) Exactly. That's amazing. Um, So I'm interested, and I think a lot of people that see your persona on social media would want to know, what does a typical day look like for you? Oh, my gosh. I'm sure it's always different, but, like, yeah. It is. Like, it's very different. Lots of jet setting, so lots of masking on the plane. But a typical day with me, um, I wake up. I just recently started lifting a lot, so I go to this, like, lifting gym. I'm super into fitness and health, so I cook a lot of my own meals. I do meal prep. And then after I get my me time in the morning, which, by the way, I try not to look at my phone until 11 o'clock. It's a new role that I've done this past year. That's why a lot of people, they'll be like, why aren't you on earlier? And I'm like, I'm I'm doing me time. You know, I got to focus on myself, too. And I feel like that's a big thing in the world where everyone's just so glued to their phone. And I'm not going to say that I'm not because my career is on the phone. But in the past, I was even more so glued to my phone. And I was so unhappy, like to the point where I actually was depressed. And I'm not afraid to admit that because I think mental health is super important. So I made a point to start working out, start going to the gym and focusing on me. And I have become such a happier person so after i do my me time i open lots of boxes of makeup and (laughs) those are some of my favorite posts that you do i'm always so engaged thank you what gifts are rolling through oh my gosh you want to come be my assistant i'm just kidding (laughs) i mean sure you get free makeup No, but I do uh, lots of unboxing and there may be an event that night. So I will plan to do like a filming for my YouTube channel and I film a lot during the week. I I will plan out, okay, here's a makeup day, here's a skincare day, I'll do reviews of stuff and it's just lots and lots of like makeup skincare work during the day. Then it becomes editing at night, I will say. I don't stop after seven. I'll usually sit in bed and edit for like two hours. And then I'll watch my favorite shows, which consist of, well, they were Game of Thrones until it was horrible ending. And then, (laughs) what else? Just lots of really lame romance shows. (laughs) Like Hallmark romance? No, that's bad. (laughs) Just like the classics, you know, some black and whites here and there. I'm Aww, I'm like a real cute. classic romance novel. <laughs> oh, I love that. But yes, that's my day. That's one of my days. So, first of all, let's talk about the unboxing moment. Is this something like every single day? You are you overwhelmed with how much you have that's please being sent to you? Send help. Please send help. Like please. <laughs> No, but really, um, it's very intense, but it's the most, like, it's, it's just like gifts to me where I'm just like, wow, is this really my life? Like, 
I just need everyone to know, like, I never am not grateful. Like, I'm, every time I open stuff, even it, no matter what, even from, like, a drugstore brand or, like, super high-end, I'm just like, wow, like, this is crazy. And I have a makeup studio that I have everything organized alphabetical order. I used to have the most amazing assistant. Love her still. She's my best friend. And she did everything alphabetical, so it's just, like... Amazing. I have a Sephora in my house, so come shopping. <laughs> <laughs> but it's very fun, you know. But I also feel like a lot of the makeup that I have, um, it doesn't get used. And so I actually donate a lot of stuff to women's shelters because oh I have gosh. a lot of colors that don't match me and stuff like that. So I'm always giving back. And I do a lot of giveaways too. That's so that. cool. I just watched Refinery29 has a series called Shady. And this rip. It's um, this reporter she does. She's a beauty reporter, I guess. Yeah. She does these stories I've seen too now. One was about mica, which is a mineral that's in a lot of makeup where yeah. it came from and stuff. But I watched this one that she did recently that was about the homeless population and beauty and like homeless women's relationship with beauty. It's huge. And she highlighted this woman who goes and does hair and makeup for the homeless women. And I just think that's really amazing that you do that because... Every woman deserves to feel beautiful and confident and even homeless women and... Completely. Yeah. I actually just dropped off this huge bucket and when I was there, they were like, you have no idea how much this helps, excuse me, these women because just a little bit of makeup can give someone so much confidence. Yeah. And it's just those little things that it's really, really good to help. Like, it, it makes you feel good and it's like, I... I feel like I really resonate it. I really resonate with it because my sister at one point she was, you know, on the streets and stuff and she's she's a recovering drug addict and she's been one for years and she would always ask me for makeup and I would give her makeovers and she would feel so much better after. So she lived in a homeless home for a while and so for me it's just something that's really connected to me Mm -hmm. and I do that in remembrance like of her and everything that she's been through so yeah Yeah, you get it like I get it yeah yeah that's one of the women who shared her story she just talked about how it is her connection to the real world it's her way to feel yeah that's so cool and that goes back to you really do have a heart of gold like um you just radiate such positive light and you you really are women's biggest cheerleader thanks babe women and men (laughs) (laughs) everyone everyone's biggest cheerleader but I have seen that genuinely in you Jade and over the years as I've watched you grow and to be this incredible social media influencer I feel like I haven't seen you lose your true authenticity of who I've always known even at you know 3,000 followers Jade you've always been just true to who you are and I think it's really remarkable thank um, you with everything that you've been able to do I honestly haven't shared too much about you know myself like I, I really do keep a lot to myself other than like the makeup and the skincare side of me but a lot of people they're like oh you should share more about your personal life and your journey and everything and I think that just for so long like I just see so many people they share almost too much mm-hmm. and I want to keep a little bit to myself You know, I feel like you should keep a little bit to yourself. Not everyone needs to know everything, but it's something that I've been really afraid of, just like sharing my journeys and my struggles and 
now I realize it's just gonna help me connect more with my followers because a lot of the things that I have been through I know that so many people have been through the same and we all just we all just need to like connect you know what I mean like it's about sharing our struggles and sharing our journey and realizing that we are not alone mm -hmm. yes I think that's one of the most powerful things I just know for me personally I've been able to connect with so many people by being more open and vulnerable and it's people that I never would have been able to meet had it not have been through social media and so yeah I think it's cool that you recognize that like thank you I don't even I'm sure you realize this but there's so many people that you inspire in lives that you touch by doing what you do and by you being authentic and vulnerable I think it just helps other those other people that may not feel that connection get that connection to you thank you so much I definitely feel like social media you got to use it as the right type of tool these days it's used for such horrible things and honestly a lot of nonsense I'm really not into the drama like I'm I just don't even look at it I don't need to be involved in it and I feel like a lot of people they feed off that and for me I use it as a tool to just share my knowledge to share the best products or just even just positive quotes. I've been doing this thing for the last six months where I post a quote, two quotes now every morning that's super positive and I have so many people that message me and they say that this made my day or this really got me started for this morning and it really makes it worth it, you know? So I try to use it for the most positive tool that I can. Um. I cool. noticed that. I reposted one of your I saw you repost it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it was really good. We posted on our story that you were coming on our podcast, and we had um, people from the industry asking some questions. Yay. Ask away. Okay, so we got a lot of questions. We'll just do a couple on the podcast today, and then Jade is so nice, and she's going to answer, answer a couple <laughs> more on our story for us. So, Eyelashed by Dulce wanted to know what is the mo what has been the most difficult part of this journey hey girl first of all so the most difficult part of this journey has definitely been this idea of perfection it's something that I've struggled with for a really long time just because everything you see on Instagram is edited like it really is from photos to you know even stories to video and so we show this most amazing part of our life and I have just always felt like oh I need to edit this oh I need to facetune this and it got so exhausting like I, I honestly didn't even recognize myself anymore and so I came to this realization that I'm just like I'm just gonna be me I don't care anymore I'm just gonna let it all out there and the positivity that came from that was so much greater from when I used to just be so obsessed with always being so perfect in everything in my story in the way I talked in the way I looked and even the way I did makeup even if my eyeliner wasn't incredibly perfect I'd be like nope not gonna post it and it was a waste of an entire day so I think just always remembering like we are all flawed and flaws are beautiful all of them and just embrace it like that's just been the hardest part is just embracing who I really am which is Jade Marie, flawed, weighty, 180. <laughs> so, 
her. We love that trade. Okay, um, so one more question from Julia Vinha. Did I say your name right? Hey, girl. Yeah. Hey, hey. Shout out, Julia, again. <laughs> How does the pressure of being an influencer with such a large audience affect you? It definitely is a lot of pressure. You know, everyone watching you, watching every moves, and... Like I said earlier, it's like a lot of things are filtered, but lately I've just been putting up stuff that is a little bit more organic, like, oh, hey, I'm going to the store, oh, I'm getting my nails done, just like random stuff that is a lot more real, and people could relate to it a little bit more, whereas before I felt like everything needed to be so almost like scripted, like, oh, this is what I'm doing every day, trying to make it look so amazing, like my life is so amazing, which my life is amazing, but... I deal with the same types of struggles that other girls and boys deal with. And I think that when I share that more, like I get a lot more DMs back where they're like, oh, me too. And I personally love to relate to my followers. It actually makes me feel really, really good because then I'm just like, okay, I'm not the only one that's like a weirdo and watching this show <laughs> or like this random food or whatever. So there is a lot of pressure, but I think just like taking the pressure off and being like, okay, this is my job. Like I love what I do and not making it seem like I need to do everything so perfect. Just that word again, being perfect. Yeah. It just takes the pressure off. Cool. Yeah. Jade, I think you are truly one of the most amazing, inspiring women that um, is in my life, and I'm so appreciative that you came on to the podcast and you were able to be so raw and real. I think that's important for us to all see a side of someone who we admire and think is amazing, Um, so thanks for being so candid with us. Thank you. That means literally so much to me because we have been friends for such a long time and you've, you honestly really have seen me grow from someone that was really timid and shy to who I am now. And I'm just, it's good to hear that I haven't changed that much because, you know, you still want to feel like you are yourself, even with the whole following. Like I really want to keep to myself and be true to myself. So it means a lot to me that you say that. Yeah, I really admire and look up to you. So thank you for sharing such a candid side of yourself. Thank you for allowing me to. This is the first time I've really been able to like talk and like kind of be myself. (laughs) So it's been really fun. And just so you know, you are such an inspiration to me too. So thank you for being so amazing and such an example. Thanks, babe. Me. Me. One more question. (laughs) Me. What is your definition of beauty? Oh, girl. Well, to me, the definition of beauty is being comfortable in your skin. Whether that be, hey, girl, I got acne. So what? Own it. Whether I got dark spots, whether, you know, whatever about yourself. Truly being comfortable in your skin is true beauty. Love. Yep. I totally agree. Thank you, Jade. Thank you. You are amazing. Where can we find you on socials? You can find me at JadyWady180. Oh my gosh, my name is so weird, you guys. It's cute. <laughs> Where does the 180 come from? So it actually was my AIM name. Remember, like AIM. Yeah, like <laughs> I used to go just for fun, like it just back. for just because it rhymes. Um, yeah, it rhymes. Is that your YouTube channel as well? So my YouTube, just look up JD Waiting One Eighty, and you can find my stuff. But it's She'll Jade pop up. She's Marie. She's pretty high up on the algorithm. Thank you, baby. <laughs> it's Jade Marie One Two Three on YouTube, but 
you can just Google JD Wadey 180 and find it all. Yay, thank you so much. Thanks, and guys. Thank you to everyone Thanks, who Jay. tuned in to join the conversation. Follow us on Instagram at DefineBeauty underscore Borboletta and at Borboletta Beauty. If you like what you hear, it means so much to us if you rate, review, and subscribe. And we'll see you next week. Thank you. Bye, guys. Bye.